<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Wednesday, October 14th, 2020. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, picking up some odds and ends from yesterday's iPhone event, including some eyebrow-raising clarifications on price and availability. Zoom is indeed trying to be a platform by bringing apps to your calls. You know DeFi is hot when everyone is suddenly rebranding themselves as DeFi. And is Dropbox leading the way to a virtual work future? Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. I definitely need to pick up a bunch of bits and pieces from the iPhone event yesterday. I know, for example, I tried to explain that the pre-order and delivery dates were a bit weird, but let me underline and clarify those because I might have gotten a little wrong in the whole rush yesterday. iPhone 12 Pro pre-orders start this Friday, October 16th, shipping on October 23rd. But... 12 Pro Max pre-orders aren't until November 6th, and they don't ship till November 13th. Same thing with the cheaper, smaller pair. Pre-orders for the iPhone 12 begin Friday, October 16th, with availability again Friday, October 23rd iPhone 12 mini will be available for pre-order Friday, November 6th, and in stores Friday, November 13th. Also, this is an interesting bit of clarification that also trickled out. Support for high-frequency MMWave 5G bands in all of the new iPhone 12 lineup is actually limited to models sold in the U.S. Models sold outside the U.S. are limited to sub-6 gigahertz bands, quoting Sean Hollister in The Verge. Honestly, I'm not sure it's a huge loss. MMWave 5G does offer far higher speeds than the nationwide flavor of low-band 5G that you'll also find rolling out today. But the only other consistent thing about MMWave is its inconsistency, since even outdoors, you might not find a signal from one street corner to the next. 5G isn't a good reason to buy an iPhone this year, period. MMWave definitely isn't, end quote. Also, this is a sneaky bit of a clarification. iPhone 12 and iPhone 12 minis actually cost $30 more than their stated and advertised prices, which, as we said yesterday, according to Apple, start at $699 and $799, respectively. The reason those aren't the actual prices is because that base level includes special offers from AT&T and Verizon, quoting 9to5Mac. In an incredibly sneaky move, it turns out the iPhone 12 does not actually cost $799 as advertised. If you go to the website and look at the pricing for the iPhone 12, the SIM-free price is actually $829. The iPhone 12 mini is similarly $729 and not $699. The top-line advertised prices actually include a $30 carrier discount, which is only available on AT&T and Verizon plans. That means... If you are buying SIM-free unlocked or through T-Mobile or Sprint, the phone cost is $829. The same holds for the iPhone 12 mini. The real price of the iPhone 12 mini is $729, unless you are eligible for the $30 discount through AT&T or Verizon. It also seems like international buyers outside the U.S. will be stuck paying the higher price, as carrier special offers do not seem to be offered elsewhere. 
Apple's press release addresses this somewhat deceptive pricing strategy simply by saying that the headline prices, quote, includes a $30 AT&T or Verizon discount. That partly explains why Verizon was featured so prominently in yesterday's presentation, end quote. Actually, you might have noticed also that the base costs for equivalent iPhones have gone up year over year. You could have gotten an iPhone 11 starting at $699 at launch. An equivalent iPhone 12 starts at $829, as we just said. And finally, I sort of dragged the whole promise of LiDAR and augmented reality tech on iPhones yesterday. But hey, someone's going to do something worthwhile with this tech someday, right? In fact, and as featured in the event yesterday, Snap is among the first to leverage iPhone 12 Pro's LiDAR scanner for immersive AR and says it will launch a lens specifically for the iPhone 12 Pro models. Quoting TechCrunch, Here you can see an AR lens in the Snapchat app where flowers and grasses cover the table and floor and birds fly toward the user's face. The grasses toward the back of the room looked as if they were further away than those closer to the user, and vegetation was even climbing up and around the kitchen cabinets, an indication that it saw where those objects were in the physical space. The birds in the Snapchat lens disappear as they move behind the person out of view and even land precisely on the person's hand. We understand this is the exact lens Snapchat has in the works, but the company is holding further details back for the time being. However, it shows what a LiDAR-enabled Snapchat experience would feel like, end quote. However, mirroring my own frustration with all of this stuff, here's Theo Priestley on Twitter, quote, It's so sad that you literally have a 3D scanner in your pocket and the best Snapchat can come out with is yet another pointless filter, end quote. Something, something, why let others build on top of your product when you can turn it into a platform and own the playing field and turnstiles for yourself? Zoom has launched an events platform and marketplace. In other words, get ready for some apps to help you with your Zoom calls. Quoting TechCrunch. On Zoom allows hosts to run one-time events or event series with up to 100 or 1,000 attendees, depending on their license, and sell tickets for them. The idea here is for anybody, whether a yoga teacher, nonprofit, or professional event organizer, to list and sell tickets on the OnZoom marketplace. Right now, Zoom accepts PayPal and credit card payments, with the team saying that it may look into other payment options in the future. For nonprofits, Zoom is also integrating the ability to receive donations through events through its partnership with Pledgeling. For the day-to-day Zoom user, the launch of Zaps, yeah, I don't love that name either, is probably the more interesting announcement. The idea here is to integrate apps directly into the Zoom experience so that users don't have to switch back and forth between multiple applications on their desktops. Quote, Zaps help surface all the applications you need to be productive and enable the free flow of information between teams before, during, and after the meeting, the company writes. Think of Zaps as an app store right where you need it most, in a Zoom meeting, chat, webinar, phone call, and even your contacts directory, end quote. These apps can be launched as screen shares, but more importantly, you can send them to all participants for real-time collaboration. The 35 launch partners include the likes of Asana, Atlassian, Dropbox, HubSpot, Slack, SurveyMonkey, Reiki, and Zendesk, end quote. Bloomberg has a piece up about how DeFi has replaced the term blockchain as the must-have moniker if you're in the crypto space. DeFi is so hot right now that projects like Tron, EOS, and others are hastily rebranding themselves to claim a piece of the DeFi action. Quote, Nucleus Vision, 
a data sourcing project started in 2014 to provide consumer insights to retailers, recently announced that it's DeFi for retail purchase loans. Tau Network, which has been around since 2015, now states it's, quote, building DeFi of entertainment. Tron, an operating system active for at least three years, has issued its own DeFi coin. In many cases, the rebranding efforts are prompting a surge in token prices not seen since the peak of the Bitcoin bubble in late 2017. The market value of Tron's TRX coin, which is tied to a new DeFi token called Sun Genesis Mining, jumped by $800 million in the three days after the announcement of the new coin. Many projects are adding new features, as well as rebranding. Project Nucleus Vision, on August 3rd, announced Nucleus Vision 2.0 that, quote, will aggregate existing DeFi lending protocols, partner with liquidity providers, and partner with global retailers and brands to enable crypto users to leverage their assets to buy real-world products, end quote. The Ventures coin, whose market cap peaked at about $200 million in 2018, briefly spiked from $3 million to $8.3 million on the announcement before sliding down again, according to the crypto data tracker CoinMarketCap.com. Tron has been investing in the DeFi ecosystem for years and now has become one of the most popular blockchains that supports DeFi, a spokesperson said. EOS declined to comment, while Nucleus and Tau didn't return requests for comment. They kind of executed rhetorical pivots to DeFi rather than anything structurally changing, Carter said. There's nothing illegitimate about it, but some perceive it as trying to take advantage of the hype surrounding DeFi, end quote. Actually, I'm going to try to put together a weekend bonus episode to get us a crash course on what DeFi is. Like, I want to be skeptical of it as yet another new hotness in a space that is often all hype and little substance. But at the same time, like I said the last time we discussed this, what if DeFi actually is the first practical application of the blockchain to gain traction and scale? With everybody fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features Features, help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. I use this, and you should too. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee, so get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on, but when it comes to your health, there is no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who uses your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here, because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. 
ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doc you want, you can book them immediately. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. And these docs all have verified reviews from actual real patients. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed, credible doctors and specialists. I have personally used ZocDoc to find a podiatrist when I needed one for the first time ever in my life. Go to ZocDoc.com slash techmeme and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash techmeme. ZocDoc.com slash techmeme. Keeping an eye on the whole unbundling of the tech office trend, Dropbox says it will be a virtual-first company and in lieu of traditional offices will set up what they are calling Dropbox Studios in places where there are lots of Dropbox employees so that they can get together to meet in person when they occasionally need to do that. Is this a sign of things to come? Quoting CNBC. San Francisco-based Dropbox announced Tuesday that it will stop asking employees to come into its offices and instead make remote work the standard practice even after the coronavirus pandemic ends. Remote work outside an office will be the primary experience for all employees and the day-to-day default for individual work, the company said in a blog post. For employees who need to meet or work together in person, the company is setting up Dropbox Studios in San Francisco, Seattle, Austin, and Dublin when it's safe to do so. The company extended its mandatory work-from-home policy through June 2021. We'll have studios in all locations we currently have offices, whether they're dedicated spaces in places we currently have long-term leases and a high concentration of employees or on-demand spaces in other geographies, the company said. Dropbox had more than 2,800 employees as of December 31st, according to its latest 8K, end quote. And actually, let me go ahead and quote from that blog post because this is one of the most wide-ranging descriptions of a future distributed workplace that I've yet seen. Quote, While there may be some exceptions based on team and role, employees will also have flexibility to relocate outside of locations where we currently have offices. There will be some parameters, but the choices will be much greater. As a result, we expect Dropbox to become more geographically distributed over time and hope this offers our teams more choices in where they live, work, and hire from. Utilization of Dropbox Studios will vary by team needs, so we may set up new ones as our geographic distribution and employee concentration changes. Next, we're embracing what we call nonlinear workdays. We're setting core collaboration hours with overlap between time zones and encouraging employees to design their own schedules beyond that. As our workforce grows more distributed, this will help balance collaboration with needs for individual focus. We want to prioritize impact and results instead of hours worked. Finally, we're designing the whole employee experience around virtual first from IT to HR. We'll invest in a holistic ecosystem of resources, including a dedicated team to support employees and track our progress by measuring impacts on productivity, engagement, and culture so we can continue to adapt. As a first step, we've developed a virtual first toolkit, which we're also open sourcing here so that we can add to it and share our learnings as we go, end quote. Finally today, WordPress has launched a new tool that would have been absolutely killer 10 years ago, but frankly, it would still be pretty useful for a lot of people that I follow on Twitter even today. The tool lets you take blog posts, including accompanying images and videos, and post them automatically as Twitter threads. With the tool, 
quoting TechCrunch. Once Twitter is connected, you'll select the account or accounts where you want to tweet, then choose the newly added option to share the post as a Twitter thread instead of a single post with a link. In the box provided, you'll write an introductory message for your tweet storm so Twitter users will know what your Twitter thread will be discussing. When you then click on the publish button, the blog post will be shared as a tweet storm automatically. The feature was also designed with a few thoughtful touches to make the tweet storm feel more natural, as if it had been written directly on Twitter. For starters, WordPress says it will pay attention to the blog post formatting in order to determine where to separate the tweets. Instead of packing the first tweet with as many words as possible, it places the break at the end of the first sentence, for example. When a paragraph is too long for a single tweet, it'll automatically split out into as many tweets as needed instead of being cut off. A list block, meanwhile, will be formatted as a list on Twitter. To help writers craft a blog post that will work as a tweet storm, you can choose to view where the tweets will be split in the social preview feature. This allows WordPress users to better shape the post to fit Twitter's character limit as they write. This addresses a common complaint with Twitter threads. While it's useful to have longer thoughts posted to social media for attention, reading through paragraphs of content directly on Twitter can be difficult. But as tweetstorms grew in popularity, tools to solve this problem emerged. The most popular is a Twitter bot called ThreadReader App, which lets users read a thread in a long-form format by mentioning the account by name within the thread along with the keyword Unroll. With the launch of the new WordPress feature, however, Twitter users won't have to turn to third-party utilities. They can just click through on the link provided to read the content as a blog post. This, in turn, could help turn Twitter followers into blog subscribers, allowing the WordPress writer to increase their overall reach." End quote. This will all come as part of the ubiquitous Jetpack on WordPress, which is now on version 9.0 and is now, today, publicly available. Are we expecting there to be a shortage of iPhone Pros, you think? Or does the fact that they're becoming available first mean that there'll probably be more of them available? Debating whether or not to stay up till midnight tomorrow night to pre-order mine. Probably not, right? I should be able to order just fine if I wake up early Friday morning. I guess we'll find out. I mean, I do have kids. It's way easier for me and way more common for me to wake up at 5.30 in the morning than it is to stay up until 12.30 in the morning these days. So I'll probably just do that. Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>